see, I think just act natural and we'll go right into it. Yeah, love cool. it. Cool. Just like usually do. Well, you, you can act natural. You have to talk into the mic. Okay, though. sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm not good at acting natural. I know. I know your mind. Well, it's us. We're back. Hey. Oh my nice. God. Wow. You what caught is... us off guard. Oh, yeah. We're just. Oh, there it goes. It's, it's right on cue. It's right, right on cue. Our apartment is burning down. We, we hope have to go. That we have to leave. Well, we're back. Yeah. Hey. Hey. We're back. It's good to well, see wait, you again. Wow. You, we've been sitting here the whole weekend. I know, but I just blacked out. Waiting. I've been waiting. I've been ticking down the minutes since we'd be ready to release part two for two-part celebration. Two out of two. Two out of Last two. Last week was one out of two. Now we're at two out of two. It feels. It's strange that we just wait in repose for the next episode to go out, but that's how we have to do it. It's not so strange when you think about our commitment to this venture as a whole. I haven't shown my face since the last episode. That's true. And if it's two out of two, the way fractions work is it might as well be eight out of eight, ten out of ten. So we've done a hundred episodes, hundred part episode to celebrate our uh, 100th year anniversary. I realize we spent the the whole part one calling it uh, anniversary. We just call it birthday. It is a birthday. But it's more of an anniversary because it's a partnership. That's what I sort of, I like to think of everything as a little bit of a romance between us. So that's why it Anniversary stuck for me. Right, it takes more work. Yeah, yeah. It's like, birthday it, is like it everyone is lazy. Has, everyone not has everyone has anniversaries. That's true, and not everyone has a birthday. Yeah, I guess that's true. Well, on that note, please enjoy part two of two-part anniversary celebration of us. You owe us. Here's the podcast. You're happy now. Enjoy. enjoy. But first, an interview for our next. Interview. We've got another guy who's been key to the pod, key to the rebranding of the pod. We've rebranded a couple times. I'm not sure what we do without this guy. I'm not to be sure. Honest. This is one of those, like a few of. When I look back at the arc of our podcast from when it started December 2nd of last year in its original form and where it's gotten to now, there are things I look back on and I'm like, it makes sense that we got here. It makes sense that we brought on a romance yeah. guy eventually. Like, he's a guy who is very. Very funny, kind of niche opinions. That is always a lot of these conversations we have with him are conversations we've always had with him, right. except that we haven't been recording them. And it was just us putting the dots together of we have we talented friends who right. should get to who are funny and and are funnier than us and have unique opinions from us, and we should have them on with us. Yeah, um, our science guys one where it's something that we kind of. Brett's always been a big supporter, but I don't know if we ever saw and collaborator and collaborator. Right, we worked with him in college, and he's been amazing. And it's been amazing that we've been able to bring him in. And so it, it doesn't make sense in that it came out of nowhere, but it does make sense that he's someone who's known, he's super talented, and it's it's kind of more a, a shock for us that he would want to work with us. 100%. Again. Well um, said, Keeks. This guy is someone where it makes no fucking sense. And it makes no sense partially because it's my impulsive decisions that med- led to me meeting him. It's It was a very different type of summer, but, I mean, it just is in so many ways. We have I look at him as someone who... Uh, we are so similar and so different in so many ways, and it just is like a, a, a miracle that we met, and it's a miracle he's on the pot. And I remember the first time I, this guy, our voicemail guy, uh, Agent Red, Agent Red, ever left a voicemail for me. It was we were living together in or we were in Steamboat together, and I got a missed call from him, and I he knew I did a podcast. So I texted him about it. I saw he left a voicemail, and I said, "Hey, like Mr. Call, what's up?" And he just said, "Oh no, I just left a voicemail for the pot." That was his answer to me. It just was this idea that he had in his own. He knew he wanted to be science guy. I told him we had a science guy. I told him he could put in an application for some other position, and he just texted me saying, "Yeah, I just put in my application for voicemail guy." He just he made he made his own position. It's some of our most it's, organic. It's someone. It's the only person that we didn't really know when we started this who has listened and caught on and is now an integral part. We shit on him yeah. a lot, which is the miracle he still calls us. It is, but it is the uh, quality of content he's brought us. Is unmatched, unparalleled. cannot be measured. Yeah. So without further ado, we're bringing in for his voicemail interview our voicemail guy, the one, the only, the MVP of voicemails, Agent, Agent Red. Red. Hey guys, what's up? You know, it's been a while since uh, a lot of you heard from me. Um, seems like you guys are a couple weeks late with this uh, thankful conversation, but nonetheless, I'll indulge it. Uh, one thing that I'm thankful for, uh, on a more serious note, probably to say past life experiences. Uh, always the kind of person to you know, see to like anything that's always kind of had like a bad connotation. I would say there's something good to learn, bad outcomes. Um, why I'm thankful for you, obviously, you guys have ridiculed me, to say the least. Um, you guys have given me some good advice, and uh, you know, the life of a college student, any advice is good advice, so I appreciate that. Um, Let's see now. Story time. We recently got into a very serious relationship. Uh, 
found a good girl, smart, funny, cute. You know, she got everything going for her, and we kind of just hit it off. And, you know, it was like, uh, no, I didn't really think any time to think about it in terms of, like, if I wanted to date her or not. So things kind of just took off. Um, we were at her parents' house after Thanksgiving, and, you know, the dad, obviously, first impressions matter a lot. So, you know, I'm very nervous. And the dad's just asking, like, simple questions, like, oh, how was your Thanksgiving? Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, it was great. And he said, uh, you know, she's getting family. And I was like, yeah, my grandparents came down. It was when I seen them. So he followed that question up, or that response up with the question of where are they from? And me being so scared um, by first impression, I started this whole stable of lies, which I seemed to walk myself into a dark corner. Um, I told him that my grandparents had visited from New York. That is false. They retired two years ago and moved to Warrington, Virginia. So that's the first lie. And then he continues to ask, what do they do? I say that my grandma still works because she used to work. She doesn't work anymore. And then, you know, just this entire wheel is being spun of lies. And I panic. To be really honest, I panic. And I just kept it coming to make sure that the story made sense. But he kept coming out with question after question after question about my grandparents. And I was like, oh, shit. Here we go. But I guess to wrap that up, I told my girlfriend about the situation. And she was like, why would you do that, you dumbass? Like, she was just, like, fixed it right away. Which, looking back, obviously she's right. But going forward, I guess my question would be, do I address the fact that, you know, sorry, Mr. So-and-so, that I lied. I was, you know, scared to take my first impression. And I just wasn't, like, you know, really clearly thinking. I was thinking, like, as if my grandparents were still back in New York. Or do I let it be? And hope that, you know, my grandparents don't come around for a while and never ask that question and catch out that I was lying. Um, yeah, let me know what you guys think. See ya. The proof? I love it. Like The proof is in the fucking pudding. Yeah, like, Keegan, you could have set that up better for what just happened. That was amazing, it's, it's Agent Red. We, before we recorded this, listened to like the first half of that. Like We got, we got yeah, we a prepped perfect, a little We prepped bit. a little. Like, we listened to it. He'd asked if it was a good voicemail. And we listened to like the original thing he sang before and the first quarter of that story about the grandparents. And we must have cut it off immediately before... Because I was like, this is going to be a normal, like... Yeah, I met the parents, like, what do I yeah, do to get closer do? to her dad? And we just completely, we stopped it immediately before this insane lie came up. Oh like, no one God. else, I don't know anyone else in the world who would find themselves in this fucking situation. Well, I actually say, I do. And it's really? a romance guy. Who else spilled bold bit lies? so fucking weird. Like, why would you lie about that? I just think it's, it's more like, funny, like, we are surrounding ourselves with people. It feels like people are doing this for the pod. Right, it does. There's no real explanation for why I you think, do that. I think we maybe are the best scared, talent, the best recognizers of talent It in might the world. just be that. I think yeah. we might just, I think it's all about us. Oh, Agent just Red. Just quick, quick thing. Agent Red, you're the fucking man. You're the best. You're the best thing that's ever happened to us. Let's get into this. I don't even know where, well, I know where to start. Why? Like, why would you... I just don't know why you would feel the need to lie about this. There's no going back, though. Like, it's not even like a... Well, we'll get to that. But there's not even like a, I'm from the wrong side of the tracks, gonna lie about my parents. Which, like, shouldn't exist anymore. True. I know it does, but, like, it shouldn't. The, like, your grandparents, bro? Like, why do you have to lie about them? I don't it's know. It's so weird. It, it is definitely a, a strange <laughs> like, reaction to a stressful situation. You've got to prepare yourself better for these situations if you're going to panic on that. Like, imagine me asking you about your career choice or, like, something that matters. No, I'm an FBI agent. Like, this guy's probably, <laughs> yeah. like, fucking, like, this for his dad is probably like, well, I ask him a softball to, like, you know, warm him up. How was your Thanksgiving? How was your Thanksgiving? What are your grandparents like? Thinking, like, I'll give the kid a chance for and really the web begins and the to web spin. begins to spin. Oh, I love it. That's insane. Um, you have, yeah, I mean, you're totally right. Um, you can never talk about this with him. Never again, yeah. It is, the way to think about this, I think, is it is easier to fill in your entire family on this lie and get them, like, let's say you marry this woman. Oh, first of all, hold on. Congratulations. Yeah, nice. She sounds amazing, dude. Like, good for you. Really happy for you. Oh, so you make quick work, my friend. Yeah. You know, last time we heard from you, maybe not he, last well, time. Well, he but ignored us. There were a couple of weeks I thought he was angry. It's been a good month, I think, since we talked to him. Yeah. But That's still, still pretty quick work. Pretty quick work. Yeah. But well done. You're a cash, so it makes well, sense. Yeah, it makes it makes it makes a lot of sense. Um, 
And congratulations. Like, when it clicks, it clicks. Yeah, it's happy great. for you. You sound happy. That being said, you it is easier for you to fill in, like, you marry this girl. You just have to tell each member of your family, hey, this is the lie that we have to live. Yeah. And you have to tell your, and that includes your grandparents. It's easier to say to your grandparents, hey, look, Nana, Pepe, I... <laughs> I, I, <laughs> you know, the normal ones. <laughs> um, <laughs> Nana, pat, pat. <laughs> I, it's easier to say, I lied about where you're from. You can lie to them. It's, you can lie to your fucking grandparents. Like, lie to them. Why, I don't know why you lied in the first place. I don't know if you know why you lied in the first place. But make up something about why Fight you, or flight. Fight or flight. Like, make up something about why you lied where they are from. Yeah. But just get them to, to back up the lie. Worst case, they meet this guy. They'll be like, yeah, we're from Virginia, wherever you said they're from. New York. It's way easier then going up to this guy and being like, hey, I lied about where my grandparents are from. Because you will never, you'll never, I almost want to release this podcast like immediately so that you know, like not to say anything stupid to your, your girlfriend about that. Like you cannot say anything to her dad about this. True. I That said, I was surprised when you said you told your girlfriend about it. Yeah. Were you surprised by that? I was a little, uh... I think it would have been the thing like I would have just buried that not in a way to like lie to her about it. if she'd asked like, what did you and my dad talk about? I would have said it. But that's definitely something I would have like... Buried down in my shame cavern. Yeah, I mean, so here's the thing: is that's the problem is now you make sure like she keeps her mouth shut. That's true. Although I think that might be easier. Like if I, it's easy for me. Like if if a girlfriend of mine was ever like, "Hey, you're," I said this to your mom. She can never know the truth on this. I would hundred percent. I wouldn't I would say not anything. Tell my that mom said, that. if if I asked my girlfriend like, "Hey, I said a stupid thing to your parents. Can you bail me out of it?" That might be something to do. Or if someone asked, if she asked me, like I said, a stupid thing to your mom, I'd be like, I think I can probably navigate yeah. you out of this with some lies myself, likely. But I, I wouldn't risk it. I don't think there's any way that she gets you out of this. No. Because, like, best case scenario, the dad's like, yeah, this guy was nervous a lot about his grandparents. Yeah. I mean, maybe it's fine. Maybe we're just, I, we're probably not the best person to ask people to ask about this. Because I know for, like, as the overthinker of the century, yeah, uh, which I've been nominated for and you can vote, you can vote on. He's the Forbes top hundred the Forbes most top over overthinkers, overrationalizers, self-reflectors of in the world. I would dig myself into a deep hole of like, well, now I made this choice and I have to sleep in this bed. Like, right. I may die with this woman by my side. I'm getting new grandparents, but I yeah, I'm getting new grandparents. Yeah. Like my old grandparents are gone. Yeah, like I I, I don't know them. them I'll wait them out. Yeah, yeah. Like sorry, um, that's tough. I guess. I mean, because I expect this to go more along like the traditional. Do you have any like girlfriend parent? I mean, specific, let's be honest, like, it's usually girlfriend dad. It's Yeah, I mean, in it's terms of, like, who I'm, like, dad. intimidated yeah, I mean, by. That's, just, that's, like, a tell as old as time. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I try to, like, be myself as much as possible. This sort of has me spooked because I'm going to meet my girlfriend's dad, mm, like, yeah. right after Christmas. Yeah. And now I'm, like, in you my head that. about, like, how do I act? Like, usually I feel like I'm, like, pretty natural about these things, but... Now I'm nervous for some reason. Yeah, I think... Because this is, like, a, I don't want to have a gut reaction like this. Right. I think, yeah, the key is don't, don't... Don't tell any lies. Don't tell any lies. Yeah. I think you can lie about small stuff. Like, lie about stuff he's never gonna... Like, there's... I, well, I don't know. I don't lie about anything, I guess, is ideal. Right. I shouldn't lie. But if I have to For the lie, record, if... Lena, if you're listening... Yeah. Nick's gonna tell the truth to your dad. I'm gonna tell the truth to your dad, <laughs> Lena. And if he doesn't... And if I don't, it'll be small stuff, and I'll explain to you why I did it after the fact. I swear. I'll be good guy like Agent Red. Yeah, exactly. And I'll explain to yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. Right. But I'm a little nervous about it now, thinking, like, there are they are stressful situations. Very you, stressful. Right, because it, it, it's different than a job interview. It's funny, because you can be confident with a girl, and and it's like, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Like, when you meet Dad, it's like, I does nothing that I have done is of any merit. Yeah. Because, like, best case scenario, daughter, your girlfriend is going to be like, oh, it's just my dad, he's goofy, like, he does this to everybody, you're great. Yeah. But still, it's like it's her dad. I generally just want to come off as like nice milk toast, normal. Yeah. Because if I shoot any higher than that, I, I, and maybe it goes fine, but I think later to myself, like, you were pompous. Right. You were too loud. It's just so, You were trying to get too much it's attention. It's just so easy to look like a fucking idiot. Right. It's so easy to look like an idiot. I think that's true, it's too. It's like with the most basic shit, you look like a fucking idiot. Yeah. And like, I, myself, I think I usually, as a person, find myself in fairly terrible situations often because of various like i think i well i don't even know where to start like i just have been in a million situations where i'm like you could have just prevented that from happening if you'd done something simple and not stupid yeah you know mm-hmm. like i just have i just feel like that happens a lot with me and like yeah funny things happen but a lot of time it's my fault 
And I feel like that's the case with, like, girlfriends' dads so as well, of, like, I look back at, like, high school girlfriend. And She's back. My, I told you she'd come back. My, her dad was, like, the fucking scariest. He was the most, like, prototypical... Girlfriend's dad. Girlfriend dad. Like, if, you know, Jewish God was up there being like, oh, I will mold all girlfriend's dads from this dad. Right. Like, that was her dad. Mustache. He's the origin of the species. He was, like, he was not on a SWAT team, but he was, like, the doctor for the SWAT team. Yeah. And, like, was, like... Probably has a gun. Maybe has a gun, but, like, could kill you with his bare hands. Got it. Of, like... I mean, and, and just with his eyes. I mean, yeah. his whole thing was like, he was the he gave me the speech of like, you're driving with my daughter. Oh god. You know, of like, if you're gonna get in a car accident, like, you be the seatbelt to her. <laughs> Basically, he didn't say that. Really? Like, he okay. Didn't say that, but like, I, I mean, he would have if I if I'd been like, hey, who should be the seatbelt? <laughs> you, sir. He'd been like, you be the seatbelt. You shouldn't wear one. Yeah. Um, the the worst moment that ever, and there were a lot of them. I mean, I didn't like fish. Like for example, what this guy would do. Um, I didn't like fish growing up and this family was like a vegetarian pescatarian family. Mm-hmm. So one night we're at his lake house and he knows I don't like fish and he walks by with this platter of fish and like made salmon and I just was not, not a big fishy guy and I had finished trying to be polite my little serving of fish. He walked by me with like this plate full of salmon. It's like Keegan do you want any more salmon? I was like no sir thank you like I'm full it was delicious. And he looked at me and he said like, my wife, like, worked her ass off, basically, like, cooking this fish. Why don't you have some more? And he put this entire plate of salmon, like, platter of salmon on my plate, and I had to finish it. Oh, my God. And now I love salmon. Like, I think it it did vanquish it my fear. It scared you into liking it fish? It scared me into liking fish. But it was this moment of being like, this guy is, oh, like, owns me. Yeah. Like, he owns me. Like, I'm nothing. I am nothing. And I will never, will never, ever be enough for him. Yeah. And and the the worst of all was that it was it was like Valentine's Day, we, you know, we were high school, we had strict curfew. And she had this driveway that basically like there was her house, basically like an over like not an overpass, but like the roof connected her house and her garage. Okay, yeah, yeah. And yeah, the yeah. driveway went underneath it. A portmanteau like, sort of thing. Yeah, and it was like yeah, the driveway wound up and up and up and that was it was this narrow driveway and you had to drive between the house and the garage to get into their parking area. Right. So I, you know, pulled up through the little passageway, and I pulled the car around, and then the U-turn in the parking area, and I kind of dropped her off at her door. I'm cars, seeing it in my eyes Cars right parked now. in the door, yep. and it's Valentine's Day, we're in high school, and I remember thinking so clearly, we came to the decision of like, 10.55, curfew's 11, we're here, she's home, now we can make out. Yep. And so we're doing the whole high school makeout thing on this driveway, and you know, and that's it, we're just making out. But it's like high school, so you make out for 45 minutes, an hour. And that's, like, considered a success. Yep. And uh, at this point, we're at midnight. I go to say goodnight to her, turn on the car, lights it on the whole time, car is dead. I have a same story! Car is fucking dead as a fucking doornail, wedged in between the garage and the house. Like, there is no... Like, I would, I would have walked home. Yeah. I would have walked 12, like, fucking 10 miles home. In the Vermont. In the Vermont, cold. midnight, February weather, and died. I would have died. Rather than... Rather than, What like, happened? Stay with that car and admit. Yeah. I would have left that car for the morning and, like, walked home and fucking died in a river. Rather than be like, I'm blocking this driveway. I can't leave this car. It has to be resolved now. And I was, like, begging her. I was like, please do not tell your dad. Please do not tell your dad. She goes and she has a self-starter, like, like one of those self-starter car kits yeah. that's, like, has very specific instructions of, like, hey, like, misuse can lead to death. And I'm like, fuck, this is how I die. This is how I fucking die. But I still Speaking of see putting this. myself in fucking situations of, like, I try to jack this car up myself and I'm a fucking idiot who can never do anything right the first time, so I'm going to fucking electrocute myself or, God forbid, this daughter. And, like, we're both going to fucking, they're going to find our fucking bodies in the morning. I'm going to be in, like, the Darwin Awards. And I just had this moment of being like, fuck, like, you gotta, you gotta wake your dad up and, like, fucking admit the fact that he knows what fucking happened. We've just been in the fucking driveway making out for an hour and a half. And my fucking car's in. And I gotta wake him up and he's gotta fucking jump the car. And did he? Yeah. Oh, my God. I mean, it was the worst thing that's ever happened to me. 
the same thing happened to me in high school, except it was in front of my house in her car. So we had to call her dad and wake him up for him to drive over. And it wasn't the car didn't even die. It ran out of gas, which like may have been because it was on a hill and the gas meter was just reading it wrong, where if we had just rolled the car down the hill and then it turned on the ignition, it would have been fine. Right. So we woke up her dad in the middle of the night from my house saying, can you come over here and f- bring some extra gas? Which I guess he had. Uh, Which was equally as embarrassing. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. Well, at least that's done. At least we don't do embarrassing stuff anymore. Mm-hmm. Hey, good luck meeting your girlfriend's dad. Dude. Yes, <laughs> makes me even more afraid. Either way, Asian Red, great. Asian Red, great voicemail. Yeah. You're amazing. Wait, And also, like, what a reflective guy. Good to be, you know. Yeah. I'm glad you're thankful for that stuff. We Best of you luck with your new girlfriend. Best of luck with your new girlfriend. And, and your them. new grandparents. Yeah. And your new life. <laughs> and your new life. Let us know how it goes when you move to the big city with your new grandparents. Should we go to, is this number three? Let's hit up. Big story of the week, number three. A, a late minute addition to the to the blog crew today. Um, there's a video that if it hasn't gone viral yet, will be viral after our uh, hit episode of this hit podcast goes live. Yeah, episode 34 of Here's a Podcast. You're happy now. The tell one you, that sends us viral. Tell your wife. Tell your friends. The ones that that is goes viral and will make us viral. Yeah. The video is of a New Hampshire work crew that basically found a dead whale. And they were trying to put this giant whale carcass in a dumpster by way of it's not a it's just a tractor. And they completely botch this drop in like as terrible as you can imagine, like dropping a it's, whale on a dumpster and then it flopping on the ground. It it was that but worse. It looks like if you went to the store and bought a fish and dropped it on the side of the sink. Except it's that a tractor. Exactly what it looked with, like. You know what I'm saying? It's like yeah. you have, like you've seen someone carry a fish that is yeah. of a perfect size to carry. Yep. Drop it, and the way it like sort of like right. flops. flops. It really flops like it's a like fish. It's like if a giant picked it up and flopped yeah. it. I just didn't expect yeah. it. Whales was like to act it was like, like you took a giant thing and you just were trying to put it in too small of a container and it didn't fit. That's the thing. What were these fucking fuckos thinking? Yeah. It's well, bigger than yeah. the dumpster. Yeah, that raises the question. What were these fuckos thinking? Yeah. Yeah. You're the expert on. You know, the North. Yeah. You're our king in the North, I think is the phrase that I've used and made up, but... Yeah, I would I would use that as well. Yeah, yeah. Explain to me how this is so New Hampshire. It's pretty simple. Well, that it's not. It's not New Hampshire. It's not New Hampshire. It's, it's a thing. That's the example. I speak as, as, as more or less a New Hampshire person. Yeah. I'm as close to being a New Hampshire person as you can be without being a New Hampshire person. Right. It's like every... The way New England works is every state is... It is, it is one basically conscious hive mind that is broken up into very, very different parts of the brain. Very different. It's like a paranoid schizophrenic. You have very different personalities that go against each other. Sometimes they work together. Most of the time they go against each other. And each state is like the perfect example. Yes. Each state has its thing. You know, like uh, Maine got, got like uh, every college that looks the same and lobster, you know, like Vermont got Bernie and good press and weed, you know, And Massachusetts got the Patriots and Goodwill Hunting. Yeah. Connecticut got Pastels and Yale. That's about it. Yeah. And New Hampshire got, like, very weird political views, um, some pretty good high school hockey, and and that's about about it. Like the backwoods. They didn't get whales. Yeah. Like, whales are not your thing, New Hampshire. No. They never have been. They never will be. Like, this is... Just don't touch the whale. Like, New Hampshire's one... They're not qualified to touch whales. No. Like, that is not... It's like... Going to Alaska and being like, all oh, these workmen in Alaska fucked up planting a palm tree. It's like, right, because yeah. they have no experience with it. That's not their thing. It's not. Alaska's, you know, it's igloos, it's ice, it's polar bears, it's, mystery, it's mystery Alaska. Eskimo kisses. Yeah. New Hampshire is like socks with boat shoes and like very funny anti-government license plates. Yeah, like, like that's go, what it is. I was going to say like going off the grid and having a generator. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like, and this is the most botched DIY thing of all time. It's so of, sad. Of like, you have one town, Portsmouth. And every other town, oh, rise next to the ocean. No, rise part of Portsmouth. You have one town that's next to the ocean. <laughs> that is true. I was going to say, like, where is that place I went in New Hampshire for the ocean? It's, it was Rye. Yeah, bro. It, it's a suburb of Portsmouth. <laughs> it's just the it's, same. It's we, the same fucking town. We went from someone's house in Portsmouth to someone's house in Rye. He's like, this is the beach that's, house. That's how New Hampshire works. It's all 15 minutes away from each other. Yeah, it's, like it's, been it's the same years. house. It's the same coastline. It's the same fucking zip code. It doesn't mean that you can just take, like... I just don't understand the logic here. Their their whole plan was like, oh, we found a dead whale. We should put it in this dumpster 
the small dumpster so until... So the garbage man can handle no, it? No, no. It was like, we'll put it in a small dumpster so that we can so we can contain it so it won't swim away. And then we'll put it in a bigger dumpster later so we can study to figure out how it died. And it's like, just put it a fucking tarp on it, bro. Just leave it. Just don't touch it. Just don't put it in a, in a trucking truck. Like, watching this thing was like... Oh, my God. Watching a, a toddler try to work heavy machinery. Of, like, they had this whale balanced above this dumpster... And there was no, like, oh, let's just slip it in. It's like they just fucking dropped just drop it. it. They just dropped it. Of like, oh, hopefully it goes in. And then it didn't. It's like, yeah, it's a three-ton animal. It, there's just no... The logic here is this like... This is one the, of your best rants ever. The only right. exposure that these people, that this state... And I say that as one of these people have had to... Ocean Life is like the shitty sushi restaurant in the corner that you didn't really trust. And the Boston Aquarium. That's it. Which... Is a very good aquarium. Not talking shit about the Boston Aquarium at all, but like just <laughs> I just be- had to make that clear. But just because you looked at like a fucking salmon through a glass doesn't mean you know how to transport a whale. Like I just, I don't understand how who was like, yeah, uh, Bob, yeah, hey, uh, hey, Mike, yeah, Look we get the backhoe. Oh yeah, uh, Mike, uh, you won't believe this, buddy, but we got a there's a whale, and it's, I think it's dead. It's on the shore. Okay, yeah, Bob, get the backhoe and put it in a dumpster. And then, uh, yeah, we'll we'll study. It's like, guys, whales stick to you what you know. Yeah. It's not whale. It's not ocean life. Sneaky, my favorite part of the video is right at the end where that guy just like, it's like a 15-second video. Thing goes up the dumpster, whale falls, flops onto the ground. It's huge. And you see the guy sort of just like, shrug and walk in front of the camera. of like, oh, guess the plan didn't work this time. The first time you see a whale should not be the same time you try to put it in a dumpster with a tractor. Yeah. That's my it, final it thought like, on that. <laughs> I mean, wow. they just miss. They just miss. This story just, it was near and dear to my heart because I, I come from, I went to high school in New Hampshire and that's my background and I I know a fair amount about the vibe of New Hampshire in Vermont, uh, really New Hampshire, and it just is not having any idea what to do with with marine biology. Yeah, this is like one of my, this is the reason I think this is important for the pod is this when we started getting a little more like, here's how we bring the stories, ooh, voice crack. Here's how we bring the stories to our own lives. And this was one where you had probably, you should have been on the news for this, is what I I felt. I was like, my co-host Keegan should be the one they're interviewing because he knows exactly what went on here and he was not there. Well, yeah, I appreciate you saying that. I agree. I think it was this, it was the first moment where I could not believe that anyone would ever, that anyone watching this was like, hey, we should wait until someone who knows what to do with a whale shows up because New Hampshire it is not, you know, it has one place that borders a fucking ocean. Like, and it, it just, you're not qualified for this. Stay no. in your lane. Stay in your lane. And it's just, it was just a beautiful thing. Just imagine a construction crew in New Hampshire finding will. I mean, like, well, we'll just put it in the garbage. That looks to me like someone, like, I bet the guy's doing it. Like, the guy lifting the, there's no way the guy lifting the whale, like, couldn't look at it and be like, this isn't going to fucking work. Yeah, no, everyone. I think it's more emblematic of those situations where somebody, like, their boss was like, just put it in a dumpster. Just put it in a dumpster. Like, get get this thing out of my way. And, like, didn't. And they were like, all right, we'll we'll put it in the dumpster. And, like, no one listens to those people. Yeah. And then you end up in this situation. You don't put whales in dumpsters. You don't put whales. Just just like Nick's faking it every day at work. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess we should. Every we, every day at work, they tell me to put a whale in a dumpster. And I, <laughs> I'm like, that's not going to work. I sort of try. We actually, you know what? We miss out on a huge topic, which is why it's important that we look at the, at the past. Yeah. Um, a huge topic for a science guy is, I know for a fact, there's, you don't do this to whales. You don't put whales in dumpsters. But how do you clean up a dead whale? I mean, I thought you just rolled it back into the ocean and let, let the animals feed on it. I mean, where, how else when a whale dies? It just <laughs> sinks to the bottom. I thought we just let it rot. I yeah. think, like, maybe you put it on, like, a fucking tarp or something and then, like, put it on a, a truck or something. And then where you take it? You, I think this maybe this? you cut it up and, like... No, you could okay, cut it There's up. an I think maybe you yeah. cut it up. I thought you were going to, like... My God, I thought this was the second trend of, like, back with the... Oh well, they all just—they all just end up in the same current. You <laughs> right. just put it on a truck, yeah. and you just—you just send it away. Yeah. Yeah. Truck right. You send it to the, the, send the, 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 the whale, whale graveyard. Right. You send it to the whale graveyard. Because <laughs> <laughs> if you just put it back on the tide, it's like some kids can be fucking swimming and climb on a dead oh, whale. Well, I'm just going to just drown. I'm you take it a little further than like put it in the tide pool. Just roll it. Yeah, just roll it. Oh, the tide will take it. Watch. Yeah, no, I don't think that'll be the next most Hampshire thing. Just push it into the into the shallows and let's see what it'll be drawn. Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah. I had to put it back in the in the water for the animals to eat. You know, some little fish to have a whole whale for dinner. 
Oh god. Well, yeah, that's our number three. Let's bring it into number two. But first, an interview. Our next guest is someone who we gave a shout out to last week. And honestly, we should have. It's it. I will never put my hand up for any fault because. You have none. All right, I am perfect, and this is the perfect podcast. Yep. But if I were to ever hypothetically put my hand up for something, it is that, in all seriousness, it is a sham that how many weeks are in a year? 52. For not being a numbers guy. That was this, quick. That's why you're in the pot. That was pretty well quick. Done. Thank well done. Thank you. That's a sound of a nice for a handshake. Anyway, the fact that, that it's a sham that we waited 51 weeks to, to give this guy a shout out. He, the podcast was his fucking idea. So, um, it's only right that we give him a call now. Yeah. Thanks our, for standing by us. Stay standing by us. Thanks for listening. He's listening to every fucking episode. Um, and he gives, he tells us what he thinks of all of them. And if, in all seriousness, if you are ever doing something creatively, I'll get sentimental for a minute and I might do it again at the end, but this is my only sentimental moment. When you're doing something creatively and you're, you know, we put a lot of work into this, just having someone who listens is, and like actually listens carefully is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and it, it, you know, like I didn't expect a thousand people to listen to this and they don't. Um, but to have one guy who's listened to every episode and, and texts me and calls me about how he thinks I can make it better and us, how we can make it better. Uh, that's pretty cool. So we're lucky that this guy is not only our uh, our business guy, our money guy, our our you know the most the 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 closest we have to an executive producer. We're lucky to call him our friend. It's our money guy, our business guy, our friend guy, Peter. I'm gonna beat the shit out of you for getting so sentimental later. Yeah, I know. Getting off the train. It's quite windy. Oh wow, that's much better. That's so much better. Yeah, yeah, thanks for thanks for, <laughs> thanks for fucking enunciating. God. So yeah, sorry. Yeah. Uh, this is Peter. This is our business guy, our our financial guy, our executive producer, our yeah, friend guy. He's sort of the chairman of the our, board. Our if stinky you will. guy. Yeah. Uh, quick quick question, Stinky Pete. Do you want to comment on your nickname? Uh, give any origin story to it? Uh, I don't think that's it. No. Okay. There we go. Well, not a team player. That's just that's what we wanted from you. All I'm saying is you're from the Re- you're from our lawyer Remy's school of PR. You have no comment. I love it. That's why you that's why you only employ the best. That is true. And that's and that's why that's why we've got you on our squad. So Pete, as as you probably know, this is our one year episode. This podcast has been around no. for a year. You could be the only one who knows. You could be the only one who knows. You're probably the only one who's listened that far. Maybe. Yeah. A couple maybe, others. Yeah, couple maybe others. a couple others, but he's he's been up there. Um I know. It's a huge deal. It's a huge deal. Yeah, we're celebrating in, in quite some fashion. Yeah. Over oh, here. trust us, we're the man. We know. <laughs> yeah, we're fucking sick. Um, it's all strippers and champagne. Down to the point, Peter. It's the holidays. It's a year in. It's a time where, according to Love Actually, it's near Christmas. So you tell the truth, and also Thanksgiving. This guy saw Love Actually recently. Yeah, I was going to say <laughs> that was oddly specific. <laughs> um, we're calling you to ask just about in general. What are you thankful for? Well, I would have to say I'm most thankful for my friends. Aww. And the quality of the relationships I have with them, because my relationships with my friends are strong, it usually means I'm pretty happy. So that has to be what I'm most thankful for right now. That's fucking. This is fucking classic, Peter. Of like, all he has to do is say something like snarky, like he does the rest of the time. Yeah. When you want him to say something nice. Instead, he fucking says something nice. When he, he always says the fucking wedding toast in his back pocket. I know. And I hate it. I fucking hate it. It's yeah. like. It's like we're all we're drunk. It's only Peter stands up and says like the most eloquent thing I've ever heard, and that's why we love you. Most importantly, why are you thankful for us and this fucking podcast? Because that's what this is about. And be honest this time. Yeah. <laughs> well, as you guys know, it makes me really happy that on the weekends I can turn you guys on and I can hear. Two of my close friends talked about things that I'm interested in in a way that I think is is interesting. But even though we're apart, I still feel like I can um, keep tabs on what's going on in your guys' lives. I can't fucking listen. God to this damn it! Anymore. I miss you, I can't Peter. Fucking listen to this anymore. <laughs> fucking god damn it! I miss I Peter. Up. I had a fucking hang up. I can't deal with that He's shit. So nice. I can't fucking deal with that. This is fucking gotta do a podcast. Can't be fine. I'm gonna be crying know. in a minute anyway. Whew. Um. We'll cut that all out. Because that was too much. Because that's, that's not what we're about here. Um, I'm a dude. 
And who I don't cry. I have no weakness. And that's that. And Peter, thank you so much. Yep. Uh, back to the news. <laughs> Give us just one second. Producer, <clears throat> please. To collect ourselves. We should play the original theme song again. Yeah, just, just a, a second <laughs> to get our breath. Uh, cue it up. <clears throat> Open C. King and Dufty Hour. Starring the weak boys. Oh, the King and Dufty Hour. I mean, we're getting close one, to the top. This, we're getting close to the top. This is one of, this is an amazing one, which I think it could have been up there. Yeah, and, no, and I mean, it is up there. I will say each one of these, like the whale. When we rewatched the whale falling in the dumpster thing, I was like, "How is that not number one?" Yeah. Watching that video is truly like right. it's the best news we covered. It's, it's, the, it's, it's, it's unbelievable. The best. Yeah, the best. All right, but without further ado, number two. Boom. There you go. Man. Wow, this is the big one right here. Yeah, so, we, we have just been a, these are <laughs> power packed stories. The veteran, a veteran returned. No, so actually, you returned home for home a few years ago. But basically, we we've seen the first successful dick. And scrotum transplant, huge of all uh, ever, the first successful one. It's insane. I watched the video on it. It's a lot different than I expected. No balls. They really lift up a whole. It's true, scrotum, but no balls because you can't have you can't have the, the kids. The, right, right. Which I mean, I never even thought about. I wouldn't. Have and been. this is like you're basically taking one person's torso and sewing it on yours. It's insane. It's a big. It's like the whole abdomen. It's, yes. Yeah. It's it's crazy. Um, which I really would have liked if they'd marketed it as like the first belly button transplant, and right. then it was also like, but also you get their dick and scrotum. Dick and balls. Dick and ball bag. You can't get only the belly button. <laughs> you gotta you get the whole package. Yeah. Anyway. Inspiring stuff. Ins- okay, so that's the thing. This is super inspiring. We're kind of going to get into our conspiracy. We're going to work into the sections here, the conspiracy yeah. here of the week. Let's just get right because into Because let's just. Nick had a great find. He, we were texting about the story, and he asked me, he said, What do you think about this? And I said, I'm wondering if I should get a dick transplant. Which I think everyone who reads a story thinks. Right. They're like, oh, okay. Cool, I'll trade up. Right, I wouldn't be able to have kids and I right. could get a better, a better dick or yeah. a different dick. Just yeah, a different just dick. Try I've, it been, out. I've been looking at the same dick for, for 26 years. Like maybe I'd want a change. Yeah, what if it feels different having a different dick? Right, know? what like, if it feels different? Right, right. Right, what if I want like a, what if I want a, I don't know. If I want to be the guy in the locker room who's just like letting it all hang out and really just, I mean, I always let you know. What if I want like a crooked one? Like, I don't know. Like, yeah. what if I just want like a zigzag one? Nice, subtle. Implication that your your penis is very straight. Yeah, and it's a humble brag. So, yeah. ladies, <laughs> you're looking for an extraordinarily straight. Just penis. like a ruler. Just like, <laughs> like it's a, a ruler. ruler. It's All a ruler. the time, do north. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it works like a compass. Everyone would think that. Everyone, and there's no argument about it. Everyone that thought crossed everyone's mind when they first heard this story. And Nick had a great point, which is, and I'm totally on board with it now. Dick transplants are super dangerous. Do we want to live in a world where there are dick transplants? It's a slippery slope. It's a slippery slope because... The haves and the have-nots. The haves and the have-nots. As we know, especially in the country we live in, medical care is a industry of privilege. And a dick transplant falls under medical care. Yeah. Do you really want the rich people able to, to fucking transplant all the big dicks out right. of their bodies? It's The best thing to say is when you see a really fancy car and like a douchebag driving, it's like, oh, he's overcompensating. He's got a small dick. Yeah. The entire balance of not only the world or society, but of the fucking force is thrown off when suddenly sure. the guy in the Lamborghini with the super hot wife yeah. and the trust fund for his great, great, great grandchildren has a monster dick. Penis size is the veil of ignorance. It is. You know, it's the, like, you can get, you don't know what you're going to get, well, and so it's you, also, would, you wouldn't choose. It's, and it's the great equalizer. Right. It's the greatest equalizer of, like, doesn't matter where you're born, doesn't matter who your parents are, doesn't matter if your grandfather was a clerk. You might have or, a great dick. Or owned a factory. Like, you could have a great dick or a tiny dick. Yeah. It's the great, it is and what makes us great. human. They're all great. Yes. But, but, you know, it's nice when you see a good story and, and it guys, it's nice when you see, like, ah, oh, guys right. a great dick. It just brings up the, the fact that we have to stick with the dicks we are given right. is what makes us human, and it's, it's what makes us 100%. vulnerable. 100%. Yes, it is what makes us human. Yeah. What it means to be human is you can't choose what dick you get. Right. That is what it is. I don't want to live in a world where a rich guy feels uncomfortable in a locker room, or where he doesn't feel where uncomfortable. Where he doesn't, yeah, exactly. And so here's a conspiracy theory is, I'm thinking, like, we could be dealing, and it could already be in action, is the rich people are going to start killing off poor people to take their dicks. And they're going to start slapping on poor, small dicks onto poor people. Yeah, so it'd be a good, like, what's that movie Tom Cruise is in where he's, like, the shadow recruit? Oh, uh, you mean, uh, you mean, uh, uh, John, Jack Ryan, Jack shadow Ryan. recruit? Now it's John Cruise. Jack Ryan, shadow recruit. I can recruit. see this the being... The name of the movie, yeah, Jack Ryan, Jack shadow Ryan. recruit. <laughs> what are those movies where he's the Jack Ryan, shadow recruit? Oh, it's Jack Ryan, shadow yeah, recruit. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, it's a good, it's a good plot for one of them. Yeah. 
Oh, and I mean, it's it, if you think about it, it's working out perfectly because how do you start something like that? You start it out with something that's a really feel good story right. that doesn't benefit the rich. It's like, wow, who would hate, who would dare speak poorly of Shit a dick transplant veteran. that helped this veteran? Right. Which it's a great cause, but it's also a great cover up for what could be yeah. a world altering like classic Marvel movie like yeah. potential conspiracy which could be real at this danger, point danger 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 I mean Michael we gotta get what you take yeah, your, take, yeah, on your take on this you know, because it's I, my, my mind is made up yeah <laughs> I'm in the same place like it's like I like veterans isn't it the veil of ignorance dick size in some ways the, like, so our take on this is that dick size oh, is, the great, is the great is the great equalizer <laughs> Dick size is a great equalizer. You can, you can't choose what dick you're born with. You could have all the money in the world, you still have a tiny dick, you'd be the poorest guy in the world to give a huge dick. Yeah. Or anything in between. Yeah. It's what, it is what makes us human. Right. You could be a, like, when you get in the locker room and the pants come off, only thing that matters is how big your dick is and it has nothing to do with anything else in the world. Do we really want to live in a world where rich people can buy the dicks of poor no, people. I thought that was like the smartest thing you guys have said so far. I had no idea that you guys were in here saying anything of substance, but I thought that was great. I thought you were just jerking each other off. So that was wonderful. We had that. That came up to you. I oh, good idea, Keegan. I was thinking about how um, I was I was with someone recently who said like in some set of words, you have a nice dick, and I am the most insistent of like. I have a completely average, normal-sized... Like, nothing strange about my wiener, but, like, nothing exceptional about it either. And so I doubled down on, like, I don't know what you mean by that. Like, what... Like, no, what about... Like, you've been you. hiding a lot of stuff like, from yeah, yeah, just, yeah. Like, I have just saving material. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was like, what do you mean by that? Because... Not in an angry way. I just was like, it's not a... What do you mean by that? It's not a big dick. Like, Answer me. And she was like, no, but it's a nice dick. And I was like, yeah, but, like, really all there is is size. Like, that's the only thing that matters about the dick. And mine is, like, straight middle of the road. So, like, you can say, like, it's a... You have an acceptable... When you say size, would, you say girth as well, right? Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, right. You're on the XY And there's some sort of, like, I'm sure you could graph out, like, what the, you know, the proper ratio is or something. Yeah. But, like, that I understand. But We've seen his dick. It's nice. It's a nice dick. <laughs> it's, no, it. it's... The most you could say is it's perfectly acceptable. It's You're a good gonna, dick. I don't... No one's gonna see it and be like, eh, not... Well, no, actually... T- People who really value size yeah. would see it and say, not for me. Not for you me. You walk in the store, you say, that's a nice hunk of salami. Yeah, exactly. That's Maybe it's not what my family needs, but... Right. And she just kept saying things back to me that made, made... Like, it was like... It was like you don't have... There aren't just, like, veins everywhere. Whose <laughs> dick just is, is just veins. Yeah, right. I mean, if you're listening <laughs> to this podcast, your dick is veins anywhere, one, we're sorry. Two, <laughs> call in. Yeah, call in and tell us what it's like. Well, I maybe mine... I See, I don't know if I can even judge my own dick. Like, I look at it, I worry that I'm just... Not seeing the veins. Three, how much are we... I mean, in the most important use of the dick, you're not looking at it. It's completely submerged inside you. So, like, what is... Whether you like the aesthetic appeal of my dick matter. Right, it's not like the veins are huge, like, oh, they they were... I mean, I guess it wrecks oral sex for you for the... Before... The sex. Before it is in... You understand. I understand (laughs) what you're saying. Wait, No. Start again. Yeah. <laughs> I guess it sort of comes to my question of like, I, I go back and forth between dicks are all generally the same or dicks are all no, wildly that, different. Oh, uh, they're all wildly different. I guess they are all wildly different. But just different. in terms of size is my point. Right. Like not really in terms of the, the other things are are not qualities that really matter. Like the, cause she was like that some bend and I was like, yeah, but does that bother you? She's like, no. Yeah, Some okay. of veins everywhere. Point. Is that really yeah. a big deal? Weird. No. We know we know from this clip that Keegan's is. I put enough. Yeah, I put enough. I put straight, my dick in the box. Yeah. Well, the thing is, I just the thing with like when someone says you have a nice dick, like I just never believe you. Right. Like, sorry, I'm just like you have to. You have to say that. Yeah. You can't be like, hey, you got a small dick. And be <laughs> your like, dick is not. Your day. Your your dick is not so good. I think they have to say that though, because they could compliment the general sexual experience. Or say nothing. Like I at think all. when they're saying <laughs> it, I I take back that like I was saying she was wrong. Like I think she was. Like trying to communicate something. Yeah. Right. I just don't understand what it is. You got a part of my general, you know, I don't understand. Yeah, I guess we should be. You're, you know? you're, what you're saying is, and we should be more communicative about our sexuality. And like when someone tells you you got a good dick, you should ask what they mean. Yeah. Like be specific. That's what you should have said. So yeah. excuse me, be specific. And then when they can't explain it, you should throw them out. Like, right. Get out of here. This is an <laughs> excuse and help over my study. <laughs> <laughs> um, so pro or anti dick transplants? 
Oh, anti- no, I was very convinced by you guys. Yeah. Very yeah. We did it for again. All, for all the reasons that you guys laid out. I thought, yeah. Yeah, no, fuck you, rich boys. You got small dicks. Live with it. Live with it. Or yeah. your big dick. And in that case, fuck you. Fuck you. Yeah. Fuck, fuck you. you. Fuck you. That's number two. Hey, it's time for, for number, number one. one. But first. But first. But first, an interview. So... Before we get into our number one story, yep, we want to bring in our last guest, who is our romance guy, Mister Romance. Mr. Romance, and he's back. He's with us. He lives close enough that he's here in studio. Here's the podcast for your happy now studio with us. Another Welcome. transitional shift for the Another, podcast. Yeah, exactly. as we go through. Yeah, as we history. go through the history of it, this is bringing in a consistent live guest. He was not our first live guest, but he has been our most consistent one. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've already spoken a little bit about like the the foundations of that. But hey, we're glad to have you. Bring everybody, give another round of applause. The live okay. studio is going well. For the record, we're applauding us, and he's just here for that because again, it's about us. There is no news this week. It's all about it's all about us, us and our anniversary and our anniversary. Which we should all be celebrating. And, and and he's cool, but you're here for us, so don't fucking forget that. Please. Sorry, romance guy. We're in the holidays. It's our one-year episode. Uh, Christmas is when you tell the truth. Thanksgiving is when you say what you're thankful for. We just spat the truth by saying we're the fucking best dudes in the fucking fucking sickest guys in the fucking sick world. Well said. Thank you. You're going to tell us what you're thankful for. Wow. I'm thankful to be invited onto the pod, as always. Yes, you should. Great answer. That's a perfect answer. I feel like every time it's a blessing. Good answer, again. I'm thankful for the ladies. That's why he's here. That's why he's here. All the ladies. All of them. All every of them. one of them. Everyone. My exes, the hinge girls, mm. everyone. My friends who are ladies, my boys who are ladies. Fuck yeah. Yeah, well said. Dude, well yeah. fucking said, yeah. man. Yeah. That's a romance guy. Most importantly, what are you thankful about us? Yeah, yeah. What are you uh, thankful about fucking this fucking thing? Like, we made your life a million times better. Why? Tell us. Well, Nick, I'm going to start with Nick. No, 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 the podcast, oh, but also us. Well, okay, the podcast, I'm thankful for its existence because it gives me a medium. I'd be yelling into the vacuum of space about, or talking to you guys not on air. <laughs> if I didn't have a podcast, I wouldn't be able to record this and have everybody know they finger assholes. So it's really great that I have this outlet to have permanently online, SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, subscribe, and subscribe to review. And I'm glad that that exists. Without that, I wouldn't have it. And soon video. And soon video. Wow. We really, you plug him in and he goes. Yeah, exactly. He's right. He's like like a plugging scratch and sniff. Scratch and sniff him. It's like a, it's like a butt. It's like a butt. (laughs) Which some call it scratch and sniff. Yeah. On that note, I know we agreed not to talk about sex as a baseball metaphor. But I'm having a tough time. I'll, I'll put my hand away. It's time. hard. It's hard. It's hard. But I came up with something earlier today. Okay. I was at the gym. Yeah. And you know, like sloppy seconds is like when you used to like kiss boobies, right? Nope. Is that yeah. What sloppy seconds yeah. Like? Yeah. Is that what it's called? Well, in our much much younger days, I think yes. we called it that. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I, I thought that was that just us. I don't. It, was, it definitely that. wasn't just. It took us. me a while for to kiss boobs, so I'll put my yeah. hand up there. Okay. Well, I was thinking that like, again, this is, like very. On brand for me. If you finger an asshole, that should be dirty third. Dirty third. Dirty third. Yeah, I'm not gonna That's argue against it. I mean, who am I? We appreciate you being here for that. Um, there's what we're doing our one year. There's one moment in our one year, a few moments, but one in particular that uh, that we haven't talked about yet. Yeah, this and is... that is, it's been like the white whale. It's been one of the white whales. We're about to talk about the other white whale. Immediately after we talk about the first white whale, we're talking about the Ring of Fire challenge. Cannot yet be called the Here's a Podcast challenge because it has not be done, been done successfully. Let's play what happened last time for you. He's centering his chi. His eyes are closed. I'm going to describe to you this in great detail. When he gives me the sign, I will start the timer. We've got two vanilla glazed donuts with rainbow sprinkles, one chocolate glazed donut with rainbow sprinkles. He's gargling up. He took the water down. Many know sometimes you spit the water, this time he took it. We're going to begin in three, two, one, begin. He's got the first donut, it's vanilla sprinkles. He's got the whole thing in his mouth, one bite, chomping away. He's sipping the water, it's going down. We've got about 50 seconds left. He's, he's trying to rock it back with his head. He's chomping like a camel to chomp. 
His eyes are closed. One of them's more closed than the other. He looks like a madman. He's going for the second vanilla donut. It's in his mouth. One bite. He's going in, sipping the water. The whole thing is in. He's got a tiny little piece in his hand. He's, he's gargling it down like, like, like a lizard eating a bug. Here comes another one. Up, oh, it's in. He's got the full. He's got the full two donuts in. Coming up fast. <coughs> Twenty-seven left. A big, a big cough. Big cough. Here comes the chocolate glaze. Going in. Half of the donut is gone. It's down there. He's shaking a little bit. We're not sure what's happening. He's using the water to get the chocolate glazed donut down. Looking like a madman. Another sip of water. He's got fifteen seconds left. Thirteen. He's. he's oh. oh. <coughs> he choked everywhere and spit up. So it did not. A valiant effort. Not the prettiest sight. Not the prettiest sight. Uh, a low point. Rock you bottom. tried. Rock bottom. I showed my stepmom a clip of that, and she said, I didn't recognize you. You look like you've gained 50 pounds. Wow. So Yeah, I mean, I will say, I can imagine coming out victorious, you'll look like a champion. Yeah. In those moments, I saw fear in your eyes. Yeah, it was tough. Um, and I hate to see you that No, way. it's fine. Ring of Fire Challenge, uh, as you know, we made it. We made up our own. Ch- Ring of Fire Challenge was three donuts. Can you eat three donuts in a minute or eat one habanero pepper? With no time limit, I think was it was just like, would you rather? Do, it was dumb. That's why right. we talked about it in the pot. It's a stupid. We landed challenge. on like, yes, you would eat three donuts, right? Like with no time. Right, yeah, like, like, it's a dumb, it's a dumb thing. Like, so we made our own challenge that we haven't, we can't call our challenge yet because we haven't done it successfully. But it's eat three donuts and a habanero pepper in one minute. That's it. We haven't seen anyone else do it successfully. That's either, true. So it's still so it can't be anyone else's debate. challenge. Yep. So that's where we come in tonight. We are. I am fucking well. doing. The Ring of Fire Challenge successfully. Not only are you going to do it, you're going to win it. I'm going to win it. I'm going to fucking win it. Let's go. All right, so we've got the materials here. Um, we The first time I did this, we went... We had, like, cake donuts in there, right? We had three different types right. of donuts. Right. I have not done this successfully, so I'm doing what I should have been doing the whole time. I'm doing three glazed donuts, which is I'm not doing any fucking weird trickery today. We're doing it as it's supposed to be done. The habanero peppers, here's a story with them. Moving the mic a little bit. Yeah, moving it's going to be... Closer to me. Basically, I, I looked all over for habanero peppers. I couldn't find them, as per se. I went to one shop. I asked the guy working there, hey, are these peppers? He said, they're hot. I said, cool. Are they habanero peppers? He said, yes. I then went to the I went to the woman at the front. She said, those are not habanero peppers. Those are Jamaican peppers. So I bought them just in case because they were a buck. Then I went to the next store, and I was like, hey, what type of peppers are these? We had a, converse, a whole conversation that wasn't in English um, about what type of peppers were. We agreed that they were habanero. Um, and so I'm assuming those are these. I'm assuming that these are the habanero peppers. Those look no like one, habanero peppers. Because no one told me that they weren't habanero peppers. Okay. Whereas one person told me those weren't. Which one of these should I eat? They're both, they both came from the same store. Like, which one looks, this one, I think one, right? the red one for the, for the camera. Yeah, for the camera. It pops. So here's the thing. We're not leaving anything up for the odds. Yeah. So, this might be habanero pepper. If I eat both... There's a better chance that one of them is a habanero pepper. You're gonna eat both. I'm gonna eat both. That's a crazy move. I'm gonna do both at the same time. You haven't even I'm completed not the challenge. Yet. I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm gonna do both at the same time and just chew them. Here that's we a, go. That's a crazy move. It's a crazy move. Um, the, do we have a timer? We're sitting in Keegan Dufty's bedroom. We've got three glazed Dunkin' Donuts donuts sitting on the desk next to him, and two, not one, but two habanero peppers. Keegan is attempting what will be called the Here's a Podcast Are You Happy Now Challenge. Three glazed donuts, two habanero peppers in one minute. This is his third try, maybe even fourth try at this test. He has yet to reach it. This is what they've some in sports have called the unbeatable record. He's nervous. You can see his legs shaking. He's got a glass of water. It's in the Iron Man 2 cup. Glazed donut at the ready. We're giving him the countdown in three, two, one, go. We're underway. He's got the first donut. He's dipping it in water. It's in his mouth. It's down. We haven't seen a, we haven't seen a glazed donut go this fast in any of the challenges yet. He's got one donut all the way down, 50 seconds to go. Sipped it, second glazed donut is in the water, it's in his mouth, he's got two bites, two bites and that donut is gone. All in him, it's going, he's sucking it back, head is back, he's bugging his knees to get it down. That second donut looks like it's close to gone, he's taking a sip of water. 35 seconds, 35 seconds, he's got his head back, third donut, dipped in the water, Mouth open, one bite, two bite, three bite, four bite. There's water everywhere, there's donut everywhere. He's almost done, he's got 25 seconds left. He's got the full donut in his mouth. He's got a look in his eyes like he's seen the devil. 20 seconds, he's nodding his head. He feels better than ever. He's got one, he's got all three donuts in his mouth. Two habanero peppers go in, no habaneros go out. 12, 11, 10, he's chewing them, he's chewing them, he's chewing them, he's chewing them. He's taking a sip of water. Six, five, four, three, two, one. The mouth is open, he's clear with seconds. Victory 
for the Heroes of Podcast. Are you happy now? Challenge. Keegan, how do you feel? I feel it coming. I feel very good. Before this comes on, I want to thank God. I want to thank my mom. Who Do not be listening to this. I hope you're not listening. I want to thank you, Nick, podcast for being on with me. Yeah. Oh, the spice guy. I want to thank you. For, you know, so I want to thank all our fans for your support. Everyone who ever doubted me, fuck you. Fuck you. That was my co- that was my fucking challenge to be done. That's the Here's the Podcast challenge. It's starting to hurt. You can tell in his eyes. There's only one thing we can do now. We got to go to the number, number one, one story. We've got a, we got a couple big kind of pop culture news this week, which is Prince Harry promote, uh, proposed to uh, Meghan Markle. Meghan Markle, a celebrity that I didn't know existed. Me neither. Me neither. I, I didn't put two and two together. Um, but I think that his proposal was that he they were roasting chicken, and he got down on one knee, and I, I can't even finish the story. Just fuck that. That is ridiculous. I just don't believe that someone whose title is Prince has ever roasted their own chicken. Like, there's just no... I just don't believe that at all. And I honestly hope it's a lie. I hope he's lying. I hope he's lying and is, they're, like, trying to make it seem less than it was. Right. Because if he's serious and he proposed roasting a chicken, our royalty is letting us down. 100%. We need better We need better from the 1%. And also, like, you've got William to be, like, the boring one. Yeah. Right? Like, William and Kate Middleton, like, they've already set the bar as, like, they're very stately, right. statesmanly, from, from what I understand. I don't follow the royal family. I don't really understand... William's the ugly one. He's the ugly one, right. right. And Harry's the bad boy. He's the partier. He's the one that like, would get caught in Vegas naked and stuff like that. Like, give us your Kanye West proposal. Right. You're marrying an American, so you're already things are already fucked up. Right. She's not... Well, she's, she's mixed race, right? Or she's right. not white or something like that. Right. Like, the royalty... I mean, England doesn't like that. No, like, England's probably losing it. So, yeah, like, right. give us your Harry... Be, do, be your true you. This is the PR right. team coming out and being like, he roasts chickens now. He doesn't get naked no, in Vegas. Yeah, it's pathetic. It's like when William one-ups you... Oh, uh, you are fucked. You're fucked. You're fucked. The, the throne is no longer yours. You're I don't know how the monarchy works anymore. I assume it's very Game of Thrones-esque. Right, like they have to kill each other. Yes. And honestly, I now I put my money on William. Right, isn't she from Vegas too? Like I have no All idea. of the pieces are lining up for you to knock this proposal out of the park. Of like, man, what can we do? We could hide the ring in a bunch of cocaine. Right. You know, like... We could have, we could have we could literally I mean we're so rich we could put the ring inside like a poor person and cut it, them open yeah and the ring would pop like we they have old money old money they live in a castle right that's old money old <laughs> evil right yeah. they live in a castle yeah the story that started it all the Helen was the face that launched a thousand ships Megan Marble and this story was the was the story that launched a thousand takes it is episode one. The first episode. It was our first fucking episode. I wish you could see the craziness in Keegan's eyes. It was our first fucking episode we talked about this story. And what a fucking lame proposal it was. It was the lamest. He roasted a chicken and just did it. You can't you can't do that. Our rich people fucking failed us that day. No, it's pathetic. On December 2nd, our rich people fucking failed. They fucking failed us. There's saliva everywhere, folks. <laughs> I can see it. They you can hear it. Us. The day that Prince Harry... Proposed to Megan Marbles, a fucking babe, a 10 out of 10. Oh, yeah, she's on suits. A royal, the royal badass proposed to her like that and decided that he would propose with two fucking chickens like a fucking poor person is the day that I knew that this podcast had to be, had, had, to, had, to, happen. had to happen. Yeah. And it's ridiculous. It is, it's the biggest affront. You know, shit has happened. People have shot horses in the back of the head, people have shat in boxes. Fucking Roy Moore was. And creepy mall guy trying to fucking sleep with 12-year-olds and be senator. And still, the craziest thing that has happened is that is Prince that Harry proposal. is this lame fucking ass proposal. There's no, there's nothing else to say about it. It's fucking lame. There's no, and, and when you see what's happened since then, it only further promotes the blog curse. He did that lame ass proposal. What's going on now? He's moving out of the fucking moving palace. Out of the fucking palace. He's moving it. out of Buckingham Palace. We called this drama before it fucking happened. Fucking Good. 12 months before it happened, we said this fucking proposal is the worst thing that can happen to the royal family. That ever fucking happened to the royal family. And it is. That was us. We were the only ones who fucking said that. And we are the only ones who fucking called it ahead of time. And that's where we are now. That's where we're at. These fucking Things have not out. gotten better. They have not gotten better. We're still covering the story a year later. We're still covering the story a year later. And, and fuck you, Prince Harry. Fuck you, fuck Prince you. Harry. We protested you once. We protested you before. We'll protest you until the end of time. Penalty box. Romance deserve better. Yep. They never fall in love. It's your fault. 
He ruined. He killed love. He killed love. He killed love. You know what that makes me think about? It's the, in the, th- the movies. The thematic the movies. The, the thematic, thematic movie, movie of the week. week. Um, it's been a year, and we've seen a lot of movies. Tons of movies. In it. Movie Pass came and go this year. Yeah, yeah, a lot happened. Came and went. And and it has left only one thing, one movie to rule them all. It can be the only theme for this week, and that is forty-seven meters down. The most thematic movie that has no themes. All themes and no themes. Everything and nothing. Just like our podcast. Mandy Moore, fucking at the bottom of the ocean, 47 meters down the ocean. You know the exact depth she's at. No oxygen. Dead sister fucking floating around that she hallucinates is still alive. Somehow. Somehow. Survives the sharks. Survives the fucking bends. Survives it all. Survives survives hallucinating about surviving. Survives. Just like us. Just like us. You can't fucking count this podcast out. doesn't matter if no one listens. doesn't matter if we're fucking drowning. We will go until we can't. We will go until our sisters are eaten by sharks. And then more! Just like Mandy more. <laughs> and then more Mandy more. And then more Mandy more. And that's fucking us. It's Here's the podcast you happen now. It's why we've reached listeners in LA. It's why we've reached listeners in Boston, in Chicago, in Philly. Alert. I'm sorry. <laughs> in fucking Philly, in fucking Chicago, in fucking Steamboat. Turn that shit Turn off! <laughs> That's why we are where we are. It's because you can't fucking kill us. We're the cockroaches of your fucking newsroom, and we're not going anywhere. So, for one year, for two years, for however many years, until... until Prince the, Harry's in, dead. <laughs> until Prince Harry's dead. We'll be around. Nick. This year's podcast, are you happy now? Happy fucking one year anniversary. Are you happy now? Absolutely not. Are you happy now? No, never. No. Talk to you next week. Bye-bye! Bye-bye.